This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. It is time for the Fantasy Football Focus, and uh, today is Wednesday, so we will take you around the league at some of the uh, injury updates as everybody gets back to practice. Of course, the uh, Thursday night game, their final injury reports are yeah. pretty much in today. That would be the uh, Houston Texans and the Carolina Panthers. Woohoo! Not super pretty, <laughs> especially with a rookie quarterback that looked like he was in over his head now on a short week. But uh, I put in a claim for the Carolina defense this week. It's the only the only move, good one. The yeah. only waiver move that I made this week. I didn't want to get rid of anybody else. I swapped them out for the, the New Orleans defense. That's how. Yeah, and New Orleans defense is proven. Is good, but. but Carolina has been really good through three weeks, feast. and they're going to feast. And you may keep them. I mean, the I Brian might. Burns is of the world. I was looking Jack at their Thompson's their and... schedule moving forward. It's not super daunting. No, their defense is a good young defense. Yeah, games too. against like the Falcons it. coming up and things yeah, of that yeah, nature. Yeah. Like but they should I, be all right. I, I don't even think starting Darnold's that big of a problem this week if you had to. Yeah, you know, right. I mean, there's a lot of quarterbacks hurt. Or you're and obviously, you're going to start like DJ Moore, and McCaffrey, yeah, yeah. and you know, I, DJ Moore's like. I, I thought this when I saw them in the preseason when the Steelers played them because the, the Panthers played their guys. so good. They were peppering him with targets like, yeah. like they didn't do last year. Everything was down the field last year, and then all of a sudden they're throwing him wide receiver screens. Yeah. I'm like, ooh. What's weird <laughs> is last year Anderson was the pepper you with target right. guy. And they flip flop rolls this year, and it's suits them both <laughs> way better. I don't yeah. know how they why they did it wrong backwards for, I don't for get all it last year, but they were a new coaching staff or yeah. whatever, and Moore can do everything well. Uh, one note on that game, I mentioned that Mills being in yesterday kills Cooks. I have mixed feelings about it because I read today Mills came in the game through 18 passes, nine of them were to Cook. <laughs> <laughs> so, they just weren't for any yardage. They weren't for any yardage. Yeah. But, I mean, you talk about his whoopee. I mean, he might just pepper this guy with targets because it's the only guy he gets open. Yeah, there's certainly that uh, that but, possibility. You know, you, be you, aware, your number one guy, but the Panthers will now know that too. Oh, of course. Yeah, you know, but maybe garbage time. I don't know. Maybe I'm not giving up completely on Cooks, where I thought it might have killed him. Yeah. Uh, looking here at the uh, injury reports from around the league, obviously we talked about Deontay Johnson. Yeah. If he doesn't play this week, do you bump up Juju a little bit, or do you bump up Claypool? Two segments ago, we were talking about the Juju Hilton thing, and I hadn't thought about that till you brought it up, but I'm warming up to it for sure. The familiarity could work in the Steelers and Juju's favor, um, and I'm bumping up Claypool. Yeah. I, I mean, to be honest with you, I— It, it brings a, clarity to the Steelers' receiver. Right, right. I mean, three are hard to feed. Yeah. Two's not— Especially when, I mean, Deontay Johnson's got 22 targets in the first two games. He's the number one. He's the number one. Even Gallup is not the number one. Lamb and Cooper are ahead of him. But it's sure nice when there's only two. Yeah. You know, like Tampa's going through that. A.B. killed it in week one, week two. He got a fade. Mike Evans did nothing in week one. He was awesome in week two. Right. And, again, no knock on Deontay. He deserves the targets. I would like to see Claypool used more, period. Yeah. But there's only so many plays to go around, too, yeah, especially when not agree. getting first downs left and right. Uh, looking at some other teams here, Gabriel Davis was limited uh, with an ankle for Wednesday. He's the Bills' number four. I say he's usually he would, four now. Usually you would say, well, he's number four, but he played 21 snaps in week two. He didn't mm-hmm. get any targets. They throw the ball. They put four receivers on the field as much as anybody, if not more. Yeah, but people should realize Sanders is ahead of them. Yeah. You know, in the pecking order. Arizona's the other team that uses four a lot. That one's a little less clear 
because Green still is probably two. Yeah. So when Moore comes in, he cuts into Kirk. But are they going to quickly realize <laughs> Green's the one that should get cut into? I you just, know. Yeah. And now Hopkins, I just saw, is limited in practice. You know, so be aware of those things. Uh, looking here at the, well, the San Francisco running game here. So Trey yeah. Sermon today. <laughs> what a tangled web we weave. Yeah. Trey Sermon today was limited in Wednesday's practice. At least that shows he's in the he was in a no contact jersey. He's out there doing some things. That's a good sign as you're getting through the, the concussion protocol. That's the best sign you can get right yeah, now on a Wednesday. Absolutely, especially right? on a Wednesday. Right. On a Wednesday, yeah. Uh, Jamichael Hasty did not practice. I'm like, he's not even in the he's on the pay no mind list in, in my But it'd be great to get him out of the equation. Right. I wish him all the best, but it'd be great to get him out of the out of the mix at least. And Elijah Mitchell with the shoulder did not practice today. Again, it's only Wednesday, but So the guy who was the most active was Trey Sermon, and he's got a he's still in concussion, concussion protocol. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> And carry-ons on that team now, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, still, I don't know. I'm still holding out hope for Sermon. I I'm mean, holding out hope for Sermon for 2021. Yeah. I'm holding out. hope If for he Sermon. could get ready for this week, it's it's you know the Packers are not. Oh, they can get run on. You can, yeah. you can yeah, run yeah, on yeah, the yeah. Packers, um, but I would keep an eye on Carry-on Johnson. Um, you sneaky know, one, yeah. He's sneaky. They, he could get activated later this. It would probably end up being Saturday. His issues are durability, right. not that when he's on the field he can't play. Because if you know, if Elijah Mitchell, for example, doesn't practice all week, he's a rookie. He's a rookie. You're right. probably not going to play him in this game. I would think not. Yeah. I mean, and Sermon's a rookie too. I mean, but at least he's practicing a little. At bit. At least he's involved. You know? Yeah. Um, so that's just a. It'd be nice if it was just one. Yeah. Probably won't be. Probably won't be. I mean, it just, I mean, go back to Shanahan's father, and it's never <laughs> been one. You know. Yeah. Uh, Derek Carr uh, is ready to go, according to John Gruden, hmm, uh, against the Dolphins. That's um, not a great matchup. It's not defensively, offensively, maybe or uh, you know, for uh, working against Miami's offense for right. the Raiders defense. I mean, Tua is out. Yeah, Tua is out. Yeah, uh, so it's going to be Jacoby Brissett. That uh, might be an under game. Could be. Yeah, it may be a because I don't think Jacobs is going to play. Yeah, um, he's he's out. Right, right. I mean, with all respect to Carr, I think. Two games of him being being really really good, and I'm a believer. Don't get me wrong; he's really had about ten games in a row. There's some tape though that I'm sure people will, will try some new things against them. And right. you know, the Steelers had some success too, you know. Um, but I think he's is he a top twelve quarterback? Probably not because he doesn't run. You know, he doesn't throw enough touchdown passes. Yeah, that's the other part. I mean, Gruden when they get inside to five wants to run the football. The big bodies come yeah. out. Yeah, I mean, he's somebody I would not leave on the waiver wire. But, right, he should be in, in yeah. leagues, especially two quarterback leagues. He should definitely oh, yeah, he should yeah. have already he's been a starter, owned. right? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, in a lot of standard leagues, he probably wasn't drafted or was a late round pick. Yeah, he's worth more than that. Um, Pete Carroll said Rashad Penny will not play in Week Three against the Vikings. Um, so Travis Homer played twenty six percent of the snaps against the Titans. Um, Receiving behind, stuff though, yeah, yeah, behind Chris Carson, yeah. He interested in Travis Homer at all? No. Carson's got that injury history. I know. He's hard to trust, too. But he's, I mean, there's a Mixon and Najee and Carson. Those guys are just getting so much work. I mean, yeah. so many snaps that maybe they're not producing for you great through two weeks. But volume's the king. I mean, if I can get a running back that's on the field a ton, the, the points will come. And, and I really believe that's true for Harris, too. Um, we're watching this, uh, the, the uh, Titans-Seahawks game here is being replayed uh, as we're sitting here. Anthony Ferkser with a knee injury remains sidelined. 
as I'm watching this game, I see Michael Pruitt catching a couple of passes here. Yeah, Swain. Considered more of a blocker. He played 62% of the snaps this really? week. And I liked him in, the, in in free agency last year because he's a, yeah. he's a pretty good blocker. He showed a little bit of I something he moves in the okay passing too. game. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I remember his combine wasn't bad. And, yeah. you know, I mean, he's not fantasy relevant yet, but they need a third receiver. If he has another good week, you know, I'd Just put him on my watch right. list. I don't know if they have a third pass catcher that's stepping up at the moment. Yeah, all know? of a sudden he's, he gets that opportunity, and they like I, I probably like his blocking a lot. He's going to be on the field. I mean, um, when Ferkshire comes back, that's not the biggest hurdle I've ever seen to get over. <laughs> Absolutely you know, right, not, you know? yeah. Um, Andy Reid said Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who's dealing with a non-COVID illness, we have to actually say that now, mm. uh, will practice in some capacity on Wednesday. Okay. I'm souring on him. Me too. Big time. <laughs> I bring my son up a lot in these conversations. That was his third-round pick. He went running back, running back, running back. Yeah. All I've been hearing is... What am I trading Clyde Edwards-Alaire for all week? And Nothing right now. I know. He's hard to move, <laughs> but they don't throw him the ball. I mean, that's a killer. Crazy. Because we know they don't run a ton. Yeah. But they don't throw him the ball. I thought he would be a, a, a volume receiver at least. But there's not really a path to him blowing up. It just isn't. And, yeah. you know. Protection issues all can't, don't go away. They don't go away. Right. And so if they don't trust him on passing downs, the only time he's going to be in the game is when they're running the football. And they yeah. don't run the football. And they don't run the football that much. And right. they don't give it to him in the inside the 20. So yeah. when's he getting the football? I mean, that team in general, <laughs> can you start Hardman or any of those dudes? I mean, other teams might take this approach of let's do everything to take Tyreek away because it kind of worked. Yeah. But still, is it Hardman? Is it Pringle? Is it Robinson? Yeah, try to guess. You would think it'd be Edwards Hilaire should be the three that steps up in different capacity, but it isn't. Uh, a couple uh, injury notes here for the Ravens. Uh, one is defensive. Derek Wolf with a hip and back is not practicing mm. on Wednesday. He's a quality player, though. Yeah, that hurts their defense a little bit. Uh, they play the Lions this week, though. And True. Uh, Ronnie Stanley still not practicing. Wow. I don't like the sound of any of that. No. I mean... Would they have switched out to the left side if it was only one game? Or, right. You know what I mean? You gotta maybe move both spots on your right, mind. Right, right, right. I don't know. I mean, it was a bad injury when it happened. I would be a little wary of that. Their first round pick next year might be a tackle. Could be. Yeah. Could be. There'd be a lot of teams trying to take tackles. Oh, in the first yeah, round. yeah. Steelers <laughs> might be doing too. Maybe the, maybe the one in this town. Uh, the Broncos placed Bradley Chubb on injured reserve with the ankle injury. Does that make their defense a little less formidable? It's one of my favorite ones to own because you could get them cheap on draft day, and the first two games were very easy. And I forget who they play this week, but I don't think it's a super hard. They get a super easy schedule to start the season. Yeah, yeah. so that was pretty promising. But yeah, I mean he's a quality player. Um, also, back then I didn't know is Von Miller back to being Von Miller. Well, he is. So that yeah, makes so it now he's more Batman right. with no Robin again. Right. You right. Know. I don't know if you know this or not. I just heard he was on IR. Is it end of year or? They're is... saying six to eight weeks. Okay, so I mean. I don't know. Denver's D is pretty high on my list still, though. Yeah. Um, Antonio Gibson with a shoulder was a limited participant in Wednesday's practice. I hate shoulders had, for running backs. But. We had a long talk about this mm-hmm. one because we both own shares of Antonio yeah. Gibson. He was my first-round pick in my main league. J.D. McKissick, go away, please. It would be nice. I don't wish harm on anyone. Antonio Gibson was a wide receiver in college, (laughs) and he's not on the field in passing downs. They moved him to running back, and he's not on the field in passing downs. Yeah. Well— Right. I mean, that's a little bit of a obvious passing downs. Yeah, obvious passing downs. I mean, third and three, I think he's out there. You know, I mean, second and eight, I think he's out there. But 
this past week was a bad look. Gibson still put up some numbers. Um, he's not super refined in the intricate details of playing the position. And I don't know if McKissick's a better pass blocker or not. He can't possibly. He can't be. possibly be with the way they're both. McKissick built. weighs like 180 pounds. Gibson's a big, strong dude. Yeah. I don't know. I. I own him, and I have no intention of shopping him. If I didn't own him, I might put an offer in for for Gibson. But it's a long season. It's it's frustrating. You're getting frustrated over there. It's frustrating. You guys don't know the text I got during that game. From the <laughs> <laughs> Every they time were, I looked up, forty one was in the game. It was like, a rough one to swallow. Yeah, I don't. Th- and I bet and that's the most snap McKissick. I'm looking at that game. I'm going. This should be a good night. Good way to jumpstart your week. It's a Thursday night right, game. Right, right. He's he's highlighted. I'm watching the whole game here. It wasn't like Heineke held him back. Heineke played well. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, right. And they threw right. the ball to the running backs. They yeah, just didn't exactly. throw it to him. And that's not the right one. Right. You know, he ends up with like ten carries. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. And there were situations you even laid out a few that you trot him out or trot him in for you know. I you I hope it gets better. And McKissick even vultured off a touchdown. Yeah. At did. the goal line. At like the goal line. Oh, that's on. not what he should be doing. No. Right, right, right. Come on. Dale's a little frustrated with this one. Uh, Tyrell Williams with the concussion has been ruled out for week three against the Ravens. Mm. That means... He didn't play last week. Yeah. That means you can roll with them on Ross, St. Brown, and Quintez Cephas if they're still available. I mean, they're not starters to me, but they're not horrible players. You I mean, they're not fantasy starters to yeah. me. You know what I mean? Well, you might have some injuries or something at this point. Maybe yeah. you had uh, Jarvis Landry or someone mm-hmm. like that, that that's gone on IR. That's not a bad option. I mean, if I'm them... You got to take a step back. I mean, this is more of a football than fantasy thing. You got to take a step back and realize what you are. Right. I play those guys a lot. You know, I mean, with the intention of maybe they can be my two and three going forward. I know Tyrell Williams is healthy or not, but Hawk is the guy. Hawkinson is the guy. The only tight end in the league with more targets is Darren Waller. Really? And he had 19 in week one. 19 in week one. Wow. <laughs> and Kelsey's in the conversation, yeah. but I think it's a conversation of if you were drafting now, Hawk versus Kittle. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you take both over or take Hawkinson. I'll Hawk tell you what, I, at this point, it, I think it might be a conversation, Hawkinson versus Waller to a certain degree, because yeah. I think Hawkinson might be the better player. I'd rather he was a stealer than Waller. Yes. You know what I mean? Right. I think you know, if I'm looking at these two guys overall, like, okay, I know, okay, Hawk, Hawkinson's situation might be better, is how I should put that, because there it aren't is. any other receivers. The Raiders yeah. have other receivers. And right. they want to run the football. And they want to run the football. And they'll probably be winning more games. Garbage time is very much in play for him and Swift, to yeah. be honest. You know, right. Is Goff's going to keep throwing. I mean, that team's not going to go down without By a the end of the year, who do you think has more? Like, Waller got a huge lead here with 19 targets in week one. Right. By the end of the season, does Hawkinson have more targets? He's going to get I double. I think it'll be similar. He's going to get double digits every week because he's all they got. I think he'll be a top three tight end in targets. I mean, yeah. that's not being too crazy. Well, he's two right now. He's two right now. <laughs> right, right, right. And what I think is, I kind of found this funny over the offseason, too, is the Pitts conversation. Rookie tight ends never score for fantasy, but this guy's special. He was the fifth pick in the draft. Hawk went like eight. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's a he's pretty special liver. player, too. He actually started ahead of Kittle with, in Iowa. <laughs> right. And over Fant. Yeah, Kittle yeah, I mean, was right. a blocking tight end, for God's right. sakes. I mean, Hawk's pedigree's pretty good, <laughs> he's too. He's a pretty good football player. Right. Yeah. Uh, how about this news for the Steelers? T. Higgins not practicing on Wednesday and is considered wow. day-to-day. Uh, Zach Taylor didn't say what Higgins is dealing with, uh, but... 
he's important to them. Yeah, I mean he's their he's their leader in targets. Like every he's their leader all the, in targets. You know, there's all the oh Jamar Chase this and and you know you look you look at what Tyler Boyd does for them. Higgins has been their number one receiver. He has, and I I, I sent you the word document, but I did an article for Steelers.com. It'll be up later this week, and I didn't realize some of the Higgins involvement. His numbers and it's very fantasy relevant. When him and Burrow are on the field, he's consistently a wide yeah. receiver too. Yeah, and he led all rookies at any position in end zone targets last year. So he's very, very important to them, and he's quite the you know. If we're talking fantasy, he's an every week starter, easy. And yeah. the Bengals don't have an answer. Like they don't have a James Washington. Yeah, I, I drafted him like the seventh round and felt fortunate to get him. That I think he's a really good that's, that's a steal there. Yeah, it's a steal. and he's been good the first two weeks. If he doesn't play this week. Uh, that's a big win for the Steelers. It is. How about this one? Kevin Stefanski said Odell Beckham will be a full go at practice I on heard. Wednesday. Uh, I imagine with Jarvis Landry out, you've maybe pushed that if it's 50-50, you lean towards playing. I, I forget what his injury is. I, I would hate. Is injury. he going to get a no- It's It's a knee. Is he going to pull up lame in the third route of There's the day or something and, like and that? Do you, do you trust their passing game? I mean, they're playing. Uh, you want to see it a week they're playing before the you Bears. You probably don't have that luxury. Probably not. You know, I think you roll them out there. They've been looking for a number one all year. Uh, I'm, I'm very interested to see what he looks like, and I expect him to play well. Um, but he's a little risky. Uh, the, speaking of the Browns, they play the Bears this week. Justin Fields will get his first career start. Are you rolling Justin Fields yeah. out there? Yeah. I think he's a top 12 guy for sure. Really? I mean, top 12? He runs like a madman. I mean, <laughs> that's a cheat code. All right, I'm going mean, to throw, I'm Brady. I'm gonna throw some names at you. You tell me okay. if you start him over these guys. Are you starting him over Russell Wilson? No. Are you starting him over Jalen Hurts? Yeah. Are you starting? But they're similar. I mean, he's like Hurts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Unproven, going to run like crazy. I'm trying to I think prefer of some fields. other. How about Herbert? No. No, me neither. No. I mean, Herbert's probably six or seventh. Brady, no. Rodgers? No. But that makes him ninth or eighth or something okay, like well, that. Well, how about uh, over Burrow this week against the Steelers? Yeah. Steelers are giving up some passing yards. I know. But running is, I mean, <laughs> the only non-runner that I'm comfortable starting every week in, in fantasy is Brady and, I guess, Rodgers. you got to be pretty special to be a non-runner. You know, Mahomes doesn't starting him over time. Dak? No. I, I still think there's five or six no-brainer starters, and he's not in that category yet. Yeah. But he's in the next tier. It's a, it's a leap of faith, though, to start a guy in his first career game and say he's a top-12 guy when you've seen the struggles of the other young quarterbacks. Without question. And I hesitate to bring this up because I don't put a lot of stock in it, but I read this morning he's played X minutes, including the preseason. That's why I didn't want to bring it up. Yeah. And he has, like, 150 rushing yards. You know, like, he's played, like, the equivalent of a little more than a full game. And he is Oh, he's going to run. Oh, he's going to run. Yeah. And if he throws one touchdown for you, he's worth the start. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to see it. I've got him. Well, who's your option? Dak. Uh, I would play Dak. Yeah. Yeah. Dak doesn't run as much as he used to. Doesn't run as much as he used to, but he's coming off a bad week. But, man. I still play Dak, though. Yeah. Um. Carson Wentz has not been ruled out for week three yet. I don't play Carson Wentz. <laughs> I don't 
don't trust anything about that guy anymore. No. I used to be the biggest. You were Wentz the biggest dude. Carson Wentz Loved supporter him. ever. Loved outside him. of Philadelphia. I know. In I, North Dakota, I guess. <laughs> it just seems like I feel like I know who this person is now. I mean, he just does everything. <laughs> Full bore. You've gone on five dates with him, and you've decided you want to date him no longer. Yeah, the, the crazy hot scale. There's too much crazy. I mean, I used to think he was hot as could be and could handle the crazy, but the the, the crazy's too much. I mean, he blows out both ankles, but he's going to be back. He's going to make Brian pee himself. He, he just does everything like 150%. You know, I mean, he gets hurt in camp, and he could be out three to 11 weeks. He's back in two, and then he gets hurt again. You know, I mean, the crazy scale is too much. <laughs> He's not that hot. He's not that hot, yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> Will Fuller was back at Dolphins practice on Wednesday. Do you have an interest in Will Fuller coming back? Yeah, because I think he's a really good football player that people just think is Ted Ginn, and he's not. I mean, he produces. He's been talking about guys you can't trust. If he's going to start that game, I'm going to play him. He's not with Deshaun Watson anymore, though. I know, I know. But they gave him money. I mean, he doesn't even have a starting quarterback. But he's a top 36er for me. Okay. He's my number one Dolphin to start, and maybe the only one. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, I'm starting over Parker and Waddle. Yeah, Gesicki's no longer even in the No, he's, he's cuttable now. Yeah. How about this one? The Buccaneers placed Antonio Brown on the COVID nineteen list. He has to go. Uh, he has See, to go. He's hot and crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he's like in the top right corner of the graph. You know, the crazy is off the charts, but he's so hot. <laughs> Doesn't he seem like the squeaky wheel though? I always feel like whatever Bucks receiver didn't do well didn't last do well week, last week. We you start, start that guy. Because yeah. Tom's would be like, "I got you, AB." Yeah. You know, he, was in, he was living in his right. house. I mean, you know, Giselle's I don't know that he still him, is. Like, would you give AB the football? He's yeah, he's driving, driving me crazy. crazy. Yeah. The kids are going crazy. The crazy scales getting Absolutely. crazy around here. Right. <laughs> and he ain't, he's not that hot for Giselle. Like you got to get him out of here or feed him the football. Yeah. Um, it, it's he's startable though this week. I guess if he's not COVID it up or whatever. Yeah, that's going to be the interesting thing. He's going to have to pass a COVID test the next two days before he can even get back on the field. Mm -hmm. um, by then, you know. I assume Arians plays him as soon as he You would think. Though, I mean, right. they have, they're deep there. They are. They are. And they'd probably be fine with that. Well, that's the Rams. They're playing the Rams. That's yeah, one of the game. toughest games of the year. I'm playing them. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm actually torn between A.B., Shepard, and Pittman in my league. Ooh. Ooh, not Pittman. Pittman scares me because yeah. of the Wentz crazy scale. <laughs> Shepard's solid. So I, right now, Shepard's in and my always going to be losing. He's a double. Yeah. So he'll AB he'll could hit hard. Nine more catches for 85 yards and maybe yeah. score. Yeah, AB's Dave Kingman. I mean, he may hit it out of the park, but there's a strikeout sitting. He was a strikeout last week. You know? Yeah, right. So interesting. It's the hot crazy scale. <laughs> it's the hot crazy scale. <laughs> we might have to use that the rest of the year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. For years to come. <laughs> but anyways, that's going to do it for the fantasy football focus. So for my partner, uh, Matt Williamson and his crazy hot scale. For Brian Lee Martina here, who might have to run to the bathroom as soon as we're done here. I'm Dale Google Lally. Google it if you haven't heard of it. If you haven't watched the show. <laughs> I'm Dale Lally. Thanks for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. On the arm of Perry Bradshaw. From Bradshaw and the Steel Curtain. Show. To Roethlisberger and Blitzburg, you're listening to SNR. <laughs>